Hey Gabby. Hey. So today is a little different. We got a special guest. D nice in the house. What's up? What's up? What's up? Hey. <laughs> AKA Darshan, my hubby. <laughs> he is here to talk to us about marriage. And we want to talk about what questions you should ask before marriage. But before we get into that, since we have been married for eight years, mm-hmm. it'll be nine years in November. Yeah. I kind of just want to start and talk a little bit about how we met. So do you want to start this or do you want me to start this? No, nah, I'll let you start it because uh, you, 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 you'll tell the story better than me. Okay. And if you, you know what I'm saying, y'all, what y'all will find out is that my stories are very short, straight to the point, no detail. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. I might miss some stuff, so. He, he definitely yeah. leave out the details. So, this is how it all started from the beginning. Right. <laughs> so, it's so weird that, like, his best friend and my best friend are siblings. And we never knew each other. Like, he grew up with him. I grew up with her. We went to high school together. I would visit her sometimes. He would visit him sometimes. But we just literally never crossed paths. It's the weirdest never. thing. And you know how small Akron is. So right. It's, like, it's so weird. I never even heard of you before. So then, um, you know, when I joined your church, um, that's when, you know, his best friend started trying to hook us up and everything like that. And I was just like, no, I'm focused on the Lord right now. I cannot talk to anybody. And he was so timid and shy. He was just like, okay, cool. Nah, yeah, I was like, All right, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> he just fell back, you know, which was cool because I got the time to make the decision. I seen him crying at church one Sunday and that just like. I got dreamy eyed or something. And then <laughs> um, I just started. I wrote him on Twitter trying to play corny, like, hey, don't you go to. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. That crying, that's a secret ingredient. That's a, I'm giving. She gave y'all a little one of my secrets. That, that'll do. You just start crying. We'll start just start crying. crying. We, we sucker for that. Like, he's such a real man. <laughs> so we started dating from there. It happened so fast. That was, I came to that church for the first time on January 1st, 2013, because I came to the New Year's watch night service. Mm -hmm. I was his girlfriend by February 24th. We were engaged and pregnant (laughs) by June, and we were married in November of 2013. This all happened in less than 12 months. Yeah. So that just goes to show love knows no time limit, no timeline. Yeah. Did I get the story right? Yeah, no, for sure. (laughs) I definitely got it right. Timeline and everything. (laughs) Perfect. That's so short, right? That's so short. That's crazy. Like, I just can't, like, I hear about stories like that, like, on, you know, TV or Mm -hmm. whatever, reality shows and stuff, to, like, know people, to be like, yeah, all this happened in, like, a few months. Can you imagine if you met somebody tomorrow and then y'all was like, Married within no. eleven months. <laughs> Not at all. Not at all. Like Gabby gonna be married by this time next year, y'all. Yeah. Right. Right. Guess it's, it's possible. <laughs> it's possible. <laughs> you never know. That's it's so possible. crazy. Like so wow. <laughs> I mean, since y'all obviously have the experience, I mean, eight going on nine years, and all the things that come along with marriage. This whole episode is going to be everything we want to know about marriage. So I want to start off with what type of conversations do you think that we should have before marriage? Because there's so much Mm -hmm. that you can talk about. And if you're going to be spending your life with this person, you probably want to know a lot about like that person. And then if y'all even really have like, 
you're on the same level or if it's just like y'all just attracted to each other so what yeah. type of conversations do you, do you think like maybe from your own experience or my first thing I want to say is what do you want your marriage to look like mm-hmm. what do you actually want it to look like because I feel like sometimes people get so caught up in the fairy tale of I want a husband. I want a wife. I want kids. I want a man of God. I want a woman of God. So let's come together. But you don't necessarily, that's not all you need to have a long lasting, sustainable marriage. Like, what do you want your days to look like and your days to feel like and your future to look like? And does that person fit into that? Or do they only fit into your right now, what you're looking for at the current moment? So that's one of the things just to start. Like, what do I want my marriage to look like? I, I see TikTokers. I see couples all the time who they blew up on TikTok. Maybe you're into social media. Maybe you are an influencer and you like to travel. Are you going to marry somebody who's a homebody, who just is a workaholic, who thinks that social media is silly and ridiculous? You know what I mean? Or even show signs of that. So you want to pick somebody who shares the same interests as you, Mm -hmm. the same sense of humor that really understand you so that this is going to be your best friend. You know what I mean? This is who you're going to spend the most time with. So that's one of the first things to pay attention to. Yeah. That makes sense because I had talked to a guy a few years ago and he had straight up told me like off the bat like within the first couple weeks of us talking was that he felt that God had called him to be in full-time ministry and to be a missionary and he was like and I want you to know that because you know I'm date I'm the purpose of him dating was to eventually get married and he wants his wife to know that there might be months at a time that he might be across the country doing missionary work and yeah. that's that's what his calling is on his life yeah. and I was like well that's amazing first off that you came off the bat and told me that like I really appreciated that because like you said not everyone can handle those things mm-hmm. and in that moment I was like well I don't know I'm just dating I don't know. <laughs> I haven't done this in a long like, time we so just came to get coffee know. sir yeah. um, but but I appreciate it because that's the yeah. our important conversation because that was like a, a no-no for me for whatever reason I would be like yeah. oh yeah thanks but that yeah, I can't do it. Yeah, no, that's definitely something. Like you said, having a having an idea of what you want marriage to be mm-hmm. or what you want your marriage to look like is definitely good because, you know, even God said, you know what I'm saying, have a plan, write it down. Mm-hmm. You don't want to go into anything. I mean, that's a business. You could translate that to so many things. Like, you don't want to just go into it blindly, like going off the feeling of love or attraction or, you know, thinking it's right. You want to, you know what I'm saying, have an idea of what you're getting into because marriage definitely, you got to know. You know what I'm saying? That you know that this is what you're going to do. For sure. Yeah, I think um, one thing that is important is talking about history. You know, talking about, mm-hmm. you know, your your past, your oh, dating yeah, relationships, sure. past, everything like that, because that could be really revealing. Mm-hmm. Obviously, finances, that's yeah. a huge one because that is a, a one of the leading factors in divorce. Yeah, you know, talk sure. about finances and everything and yeah. um, how you are with money, how, how you grew up with money. No, I think it's definitely good to have those conversations like dating. More so having those conversations about things that, you know, you dislike. In, de- in relationships and stuff, you know, that may have went well mm-hmm. in relationships is the better questions. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm a person that don't like too much details with past relationships. Mm-hmm. So it's like, don't ask me, don't tell me this, that, and third. But like, you know, <laughs> stuff that you liked or didn't like, you know, or stuff that he did or she did that you didn't like or that you did like. I don't, I don't even know about the did like thing because, you know, people no, get sensitive. Know you, like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, just, right, exactly. Uh-huh. But it's just knowing stuff like yeah. that. I think those are the better, you know what I'm saying, something to, uh, to know. 
to be informed on because it does speak a lot to how people handle situations Mm -hmm. and finances yeah that's that's definitely a great conversation to have because shoot coming from my background with money management man Mm -hmm. yeah because you're literally finding out a whole new person and taking on all of who they are yeah like whatever their past is and yeah i mean it can be something from who knows high school and it was like you don't want you just don't want surprises you just don't want things like like listening i'm not married so i'm don't be like gabby out here trying to get marriage advice because clearly (laughs) i'm just based off of the experience of all the married people around me Mm -hmm. (laughs) i just i've heard so many stories of people like finding things out later on and whether if they were big deals or not like it can be made to be a big deal later on like why didn't you tell me and then it seems like you're being secretive or whatnot and it's like if you're going to be in a marriage you might as well just be honest about everything because you're spending your life with this person i mean i have people who come into my work that's like oh this is my wife of 60 years i'm like oh my gosh that's so crazy to think that and like but really like that's the goal is to be married to Mm -hmm. death do us part Part, so it's like be real. Be exactly. open. Talk That's about everything. True. I feel like just talk about everything. Everything. Everything and anything under the sun. Yeah. About finances, parenting, if you even want kids, mm-hmm. like what kind of lifestyle can you coincide with? Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk about sex, baby. I don't know. <laughs> be careful with that. I'm not just playing. Be right, careful with that. Yeah, be real careful. It's a slippery slope. Y'all and heard me say so, I was yeah. pregnant and engaged at the yes. same time. Yes. Yes. So, yes. so have those conversations in a public in place. In a public place, yeah. for sure. Please, please. please. Yeah. I think it's important. To, I mean, religion. Yeah. I think that's too. Oh, like, yes. For me, deal breaker is like, you're not a Christian. Like, for mm-hmm. me, can't mm-hmm. can't do it. Like, you could yeah. be an amazing person, great person. We could have a lot of things in common. But if if, if you're not, like, down with Jesus, not. You're not down with me. What do y'all think you? about politics, though? Is that something? Should a Democrat want to know if you're a Democrat? <laughs> like, do y'all think I that's hope. important? Uh, I mean, I feel like it is, but I pray, I hope not. That is not. I hope, because that's something that... I would hope that wouldn't come between someone. I would hope it wouldn't come between You know, I feel like I've matured now to where, you know, I could be a Democrat and you could be a Republican and I would be fine. But in the past, I couldn't... We're going to be arguing all that time. And that's that's why I think, like you said, having been open and honest about the relationship and upfront about things is good because, um, one, you know, you need to know this stuff. And two, people can grow people change yeah. Yeah. so it's like the stuff that they may not understood or you know stuff that they that they may have a viewpoint on at that moment may change and mature and grow yeah. and you know you don't want it to be something that you hold on too tight that you miss the opportunity with somebody that was a good person because they you know shared a different view about certain things not all things mm-hmm. but certain things yeah yeah definitely and then too i think even like the i mean those are all like big things that can definitely propose big issues in a marriage, mm-hmm. big arguments. Mm-hmm. But I feel like even like the most meticulous things, and I hear this, like this is actually really common mm-hmm. I hear from married people, but like like roles, like I hear like someone complain like, oh, he doesn't do this or she doesn't do this and this is what I expect. Like expectations, yeah. like you were saying earlier, but like expectations in just like your daily life role. Mm-hmm. Like because everyone comes from different backgrounds and someone might have been raised in a home where their parents did something completely different than someone else's parents or maybe they weren't raised by their parents so they don't really know what an actual marriage looks like or what a healthy marriage looks like. Yeah. So I think even talking about like, when you talk about expectation, is like, what do you expect from me as your husband? What do you expect from me as your mm-hmm. wife? Like what 
what do you want us to do? Do you want me to cook? Mm-hmm. Like, what if you don't cook yeah. and you don't know how to cook? Do you want me to cook? Yeah, what if you it. don't know how to, whatever it is that she may be or whatever it is? Like, I that's think true. those things. That too. is definitely true. That's good too. Because that's something that, I mean, that's being married. That's stuff that you, you have conversations about mm-hmm. to know so that, like you said, the unspoken expectations don't cloud the relationship or mess it up. Because that's something that I feel like in the beginning of our marriage, I had, you know, uh, trouble with like the unspoken expectations. Not like I want her to be a certain type of way, mm-hmm. but like the, you know, the role things, you know, and it's like, we talked about it, had conversations about things like cooking and, you know, who's doing what and doing this. And, but it's like, you know, to have that conversation up front, like we talking about sharing that stuff in the beginning, the early stages, it definitely prevents, you know, it becoming a complication down long, later down the road. Yeah, come home like dinner ain't made you like no i thought you was coming home to cook it exactly yeah Yeah. and it's important to you know have those conversations and then just kind of we kind of figured it out a little bit Mm -hmm. as we went on like i thought i was gonna be the cook in the house i really did i was but i wasn't really taught that much how to cook Mm -hmm. he was learning all the time how to cook he's just a good cook he good on the grill he good on the everything he's he's really good cook and his mom is a really good cook and his dad is a really good cook and so he's always in the kitchen him and his sister they always learn how to cook so i'm always on YouTube looking up some crazy recipe and you know what I mean mm-hmm. and it just didn't that seem to work for us so yeah. it ended up with him doing most of the cooking and you know for yeah. our family at least for dinner and stuff like that yeah. um, so it's just about what works good for your house and yeah. not looking yeah. at what a marriage is supposed to look like yep. and I will Man. say too I struggle with that in the beginning too it's kind of like um feeling like you know i'm not doing what a typical wife is supposed to do i remember hanging out with wives and then being like oh i gotta get gone i gotta go start dinner i gotta go do this and that and or like i'll see pictures of i just seen a, a tiktok where uh the woman was saying this is what i have to do for my husband to go grocery shopping and she made like a whole mm-hmm. board with pictures oh, <laughs> and i was like, yeah, like <laughs> Listen, I'm like, if anything, it'd be the other way around. I'll be calling him like, what do you use for the greens? Like, what do I get? I don't know. You know, or I have went and picked up steaks and he's like, never again. Don't pick the steaks. You know? <laughs> so, you know, it, it's different for your marriage. So it's good to have those conversations. We could have talked about how I really don't know how to cook that much. And he could have talked about his love for cooking. Yeah. And that is, we, we had our struggles. We had our struggles. Mm. Um, dealing with finances um, one of our biggest issues was communication in the beginning which yeah. communication is everything yeah, everything because you don't you have people who over communicate and you have people who under communicate yeah. both of them are not good you yeah. if you under communicate and you are letting things fester all the time that are bothering you but you never talk to the person until now you just pop and explode and go crazy you can't take it anymore but it's unfair to that person because they never even had an opportunity (laughs) they never even had an opportunity to realize it recognize it fix it work on it you know and so and then me as an over communicator thank god i'm in therapy now because he was my therapist he was my best friend. He was my mama. He was my daddy. He was my everything. He was my... I, everything got poured out and dumped onto him. Mm-hmm. Everything I was dealing with, it was for him. He was mm-hmm. the only person I could talk to. Mm-hmm. And that was a lot to put on somebody and to expect from someone. So, he's my husband. He's not my God. He's not mm-hmm. my therapist. You yeah. know what I mean? So, understanding that position, too. 
So yeah, that's good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I think it is good to have. You know, I think that honestly, I think that's the trait that you should have in a marriage is somebody that like your husband or wife being somebody that you feel like got your back or you can talk to. Talking about it right in a healthy way because yeah. you know it can for either person it can become overwhelming. It can you know cause a lot of strain in a relationship because especially I'm speaking from a man aspect. You can you us being fixers. You know, we like, we, we hear y'all talking and it's like, bro, all right, you need this fix, you need this done, you need that. I got it. You know what I'm saying? Like, and no, it's like, and they just like, we just want you to talk. Like, we just want you to be an ear. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that was something, like I said, why I said I was guilty because I was that type of person. Like, I would under-communicate, but I would always, like, I wouldn't ask the questions. It's like, you know, do you, you know, do you want my opinion? Or, you know, is can I help you with that? And she, so she could tell me like, no, I, no, I actually do want you to help her know you know, I just need to get that off my chest. You know what I'm saying? It's like, because that's something that, like I said, as men, we, we just, I, I don't know, I'm speaking for all of us. You know, y'all can correct <laughs> me. But we, that's something I feel like we Natural all have, fixes. naturally have, is we fix, we trying to fix stuff. Mm-hmm. That's so true. I hear about that too all the time. And it's like, even thinking about that, when you talk about different communication styles, I mean, even when it comes to, you know, a lot of people call it love language and like people have different ways that they show love or what, how they desire love or we're all different. So Mm -hmm. to find out how that person is, because you might think like, oh, they're not doing this for me. So they don't love me or they don't Mm -hmm. care about me. It's like, no, just talk about it. Communicate about it. Like sit down and talk. And sometimes the conversations are awkward. Like sometimes you're like, oh, I don't want to talk about this. But if you just do it, just do it. Like what's the worst thing that can happen? Like what's the worst thing that can happen? Especially with your wife or husband. Yeah. You know, it's like y'all at this point. This is conversations <laughs> that should be awkward. You know, it should. You should at be, this point. You know, you in know, the beginning stages, yeah. yes, but you have to get that stuff out of the way. Got to. So this is kind of like a. This is the question I want to ask y'all. Um, wh- how do you know when you're ready to get married? What do y'all think? What would you say? Because I don't know. I was thinking when I thought about this question, I was like, I was thinking it was based off age, but I'm like, no, because I feel like there's people who can get married at 20 and 21 and struggle for certain reasons. And there's people who can get married in their forties and struggle for certain reasons. So you can't say, oh, you're too young or you're too old. You know, everybody deals with their own issues. So is it an age thing? Is it a mental thing? Is it a, like, what, how do you know? Why, how would y'all describe a person who is ready for marriage? (laughs) <laughs> she wasn't ready <laughs> no I wouldn't say that I think I, I, we brought up mentality I think a lot of it has to do with like your mental space where you are for mentally sure. and emotionally like for me I'm just not I'm just not emotionally ready I'm just mm-hmm. not ready like I, I can physically be someone's wife that's not an issue but I'm just emotionally not ready to open myself up yet mm-hmm. so until I'm emotionally ready to take that step with someone mm-hmm. then I can't even think about being married but the first step for me is just like oh yeah I will accept your number and then like allow my emotions to, to be, open become up. more vulnerable yeah. and I think once I get past that like mm-hmm. I'm ready yeah. But that's like my own like yeah. And it's amazing that's that good. you recognize that that's because man. there are so many people who are not emotionally available or yeah. ready. Mm. And they like, I wanna get married, I want a husband, I want a wife and they do it and it's toxic mm-hmm. and you know, so that's yeah, amazing that you man. recognize that. Nah, that definitely is good because I feel like that is a part that goes into marriage. Mm-hmm. Being emotionally ready, you know, just as well as mentally ready. I feel I don't, I feel like it's a mature act. 
You know, it's not like a kitty thing where it's just yeah. like, I feel like, I'm, you know, marriage is for me and I just want to do it. Like, I feel like it has to be a mature mindset mm-hmm. where you know what you're committing to, you know. And I definitely feel like you have to be mentally ready. Yeah, I agree. I think that one thing for me is you need to be ready to literally open up your in- everything you're going to share with this person. Mm-hmm. Nothing is off limits. You can't only give certain parts of yourself. It mm. always shocks me when I see two people who are married and they couldn't be more different or mm-hmm. they just see things differently. And I'm like, how did y'all ever even get married? Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Because like you're puppy dog love. Like, well, we're just in love. Like, yeah. Just love so much. Yeah. You just got to get married. And, it's and like, you what? ignore everything else. But yeah. it's like, you have to, like, uh, Gabby, you talked about taking care of your mom. You talked about taking care of your brother. And those are things that you would be sharing now with the spouse. And that is a very vulnerable thing to open up to somebody else. You know what I mean? Yeah. Especially if you have kids. Yeah. You can't be, that, that's a prime example. I'll see couples where it still feels like, this is my kid. Yeah. And you really don't, it's the weirdest thing in the world. I'm going to be marrying you. You are now my son's father. It doesn't negate it doesn't this, negate his yeah, father, yeah, yeah. but exactly. you are now the father, yeah, a sure. father figure. And then just for like sure. if my husband had kids previously, mm-hmm. I would take a role as a mother mm-hmm. to them. And I would not overshadow their own mother. But yeah. those are going to be my children, too. And I'm going to sure. love them and care for them like my children. So it's so weird in that. Like, exactly. That's why you need to talk about those things. Yes, like, all of not, those things. You're literally sure. sharing everything. Don't come into the situation thinking that those are her kids or those are her issues or those are her even friends you know what i mean i want my husband and my friends to be friends i want my his family to feel like my family i don't want you to go hang out with your family and i hang back you know whatever Mm -hmm. we're sharing every part of our life even the parts that we're becoming one even the parts that are not so pretty even the parts that we struggle with Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying like you see couples that like still be their wife while they fought cancer and stuff that's the type of stuff you got to ask yourself that's the type of stuff i asked myself Mm. before i got married i literally i was just telling my sister-in-law like i asked myself like what if he uh like lost his legs or yeah. he freaking got paralyzed from the waist down like i had to ask myself yeah. like do you still want to be with that man mm-hmm. will you push him in a wheelchair because that's what you're signing up for yeah. you cannot get married and then something happened and then it's just like a shock to you and it's right. like i don't want to be with them anymore right. like that's not what you signed up for you signed up for a lifetime so yeah. it's about being ready and prepared to share your entire world yeah. with this person that's closer true. than you are to your mother closer than you are to your children this is a person yeah. that you plan to grow up with until yeah. death do us part that's true i have to I, i'll take it back to the point too that gabby made about you know sharing the information about like you said tying the two together about sharing each other's world and you know being open and honest and having conversations like the like the, what you said about the guy telling you he 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 was called to be a missionary you yeah. know like what if you were mentally ready for marriage or you was ready for marriage but you because you wanted it, you took that on, not realizing and being real with yourself. Like, I'm honestly not ready for somebody to be a missionary and be yeah. married to them. Now, now that caused a, you know, a conflict in y'all relationship now just because you thought you, just because you wanted marriage so bad, but you didn't consider, like Nikki said, the things that comes with the marriage. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that is, you know, a lot of things. Like, you said you had the conversation, Nikki, and I'm thank God you did, <laughs> but I didn't. No. But I will say that I'm like, <laughs> When I, when I got married, when I said I do, I definitely did 
like I'm doing that stuff. Yeah. You know, it was like it wasn't like a, oh man, what if she do get married? You know what I'm saying? She do lose an arm. It was like I didn't think about it, but like if when I thought when I did begin to think about it, it was like yeah, definitely for sure. Yeah, and even like sometimes there have been situations with people who they get married and they talk about how they want kids, and they find out that the woman can't have kids, yeah. or they found out the husband can't have kids, and, those and are now conversations to have too. Like, what exactly if, what if there is infertility issues. Like, yeah. what if, like, you really desire to have kids and we can't, will we adopt? Yeah, will let's we, talk about options. you know, go through surrogacy? Mm-hmm. Will we, it will be okay if we just don't? Or will we just no. try and pray and see if God, like, it's, that's why I said, nothing's off the table. I feel like you should just talk about everything. And yeah. um, I think too many people idolize the wedding and not the marriage. Like, they, they mm, think, like, I'm going to get married and I want to have <laughs> all this stuff. And this is going to be so great and amazing. And they get so caught up in, like, what the wedding's going to look like in this fairy tale image. And they don't think about the day-to-day things that goes along mm-hmm. in a marriage. And nice. not just all the highlights and the mountaintops, but the valleys. Because you're going to, I mean being married for one year, being married for eight years, being married for 30 years, you're going to have some mountaintops, and yeah. you're going to have some valleys, and you're going to have good times, and you're going to have, like, knockout tough, like, I can't stand this person time. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but you for have sure. to be ready for that. Yeah. Mature yeah. enough for that. Yeah, that's why I said mine is mental. You have yeah. to be mentally prepared for that. You can't. You won't be mentally prepared for everything, but you have to, I, when I say mental, you have to be, you have to know, like, this stuff, is going to come up it may happen you know we might have this situation we might not you know but you just having that in your mind to know that you're prepared and knowing that this is somebody that i'm willing to you know what I'm saying we're gonna fight mm-hmm. yeah we're gonna be like mike tyson in this house is we gonna <laughs> fight but i want to do that with you yeah. i want to work through that with that person you know what i'm saying and that's yeah. that's the biggest thing and then i think too like just being a person you have to learn to be forgiving you have to learn to be uh, full of grace and mercy Man. and understanding because when you're dealing with just people in general mm-hmm. it can be hard but when you're creating a whole brand new life with a whole entire person and there you guys are in each mm-hmm. other's space and mm-hmm. and like just navigating something brand new yeah. like you guys like people are when you're married you're gonna probably get on each other's nerves you're gonna do and say things that aggravate each other like you're gonna find mm-hmm. yourselves in unfavorable situations and are you going to be that person who is always going to tear the other person down or are you going to be the person who's always going to throw something in their face like i feel like that also comes along with the maturity thing is like Mm -hmm. can i can i put myself not really on the back burner but can i be more understanding like when Mm -hmm. the situations arise can i Mm -hmm. forgive someone when these situations arise can i can I just be mature in that way or am I going to be petty? <laughs> like, I hear a lot of petty people like, uh-uh, because he didn't <laughs> sleep on the couch when he get home. Can't, like, oh, can't be petty okay. in marriage. No, you cannot. And that's one thing that I was just thinking about earlier today is that you want to make sure that the person who you marry is a good kind-hearted person, that they have mm-hmm. a good soul, that they are yep. tied to Christ because... Um, they're going to be involved in your children's life. They're going to be involved in your family's life. And then, God forbid, anything was to ever happen where a divorce would happen. Divorces can be so ugly. Mm-hmm. So ugly. But if you chose a person who has a good heart, you know what I mean, and a kind heart, well, most likely, y'all probably will make you yeah, ever get through things. Yeah, but yeah. if y'all don't, you don't have to worry about them literally trying to tear you down. Because you see that in almost every divorce that 
a switch goes off in somebody's head and they want to hurt you as bad as they possibly can. But if you pay attention to the type of person they are before you even marry them, that they would never do anything to intentionally hurt anyone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Those are the things. Someone's image or yeah. try to like take everything yeah. from them and yeah. just lay in the pine dry because yeah. they're bitter and mad. Yeah. 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 Make sure you pay yeah. attention to the type of person. Yeah. So and what? I, oh, and I think that dude like like that's a good point because like even with you know saying separation or divorces that that do bring out the ugly side of a person. But like you said, if you know somebody, then you know like this person. It's kind of like you know that this is not them. Yeah. type of thing and that's why like the point like I was I would say like when Gabby was talking about marriage and stuff I think sacrifice is one of the biggest things that you have to be willing to do when you get married you have to in a sense like you didn't say Gabby but you really do have to be okay with taking a back burner yeah. you know what I'm saying taking a back seat to your pride to your emotions to what you think is right to what you feel like is the correct thing not saying you should let things go or yeah. you know what I'm saying overshadow, overshadow was right but you have to be willing to, you know, take the back seat to some situations, a lot of situations, a lot of things. Sacrifice, that's good. Sacrifice yeah, that's in a huge marriage. Time. You have to, like, give up all that pride and mm-hmm. learn a whole new person. So when yeah. you're asking all these questions, I mean, obviously, I, for me, I would say, obviously, I would think premarital counseling would be perfect. I mean, I don't know, though, because I'm not married. But I would sure. think whether if it's, like, however way you go about it mm-hmm. um but i would think that you know going through some counseling with someone you know outside of who you two are mm-hmm. <laughs> that um it would probably help because that person might help navigate you through questions and thoughts that yeah. you may have not even because you're so caught up in the love so caught up in the oh, i yes. want to do this that you're like oh wait i never thought about that mm-hmm. no, yeah that's for sure it's amazing to have premarital counseling. I feel like it definitely gave us a huge kickstart. Yeah. It helped us avoid a lot of issues that we might otherwise not mm-hmm. have been able to handle. Yeah. Um, going to marriage counseling for me, you know, it definitely helped me to see things from a different light. It helped me to really open my mind to say, hey, you don't know everything. Mm-hmm. There was times where I went into a session ready to talk about our week or an argument that we had. And I knew our pastor was going to tell him yeah. off. So I was like, I can't wait to go tell on him. <laughs> and the pastor said something to me. And I was like, mm. right. like this backfired. This right. backfired. He was like, well, have you considered how he felt? Did you consider how that may have been difficult for him? And I was like, yeah. you right. know. Yeah. <laughs> I was waiting for you to say I was right. Right, like right. I quit. I came here for you to tell me that I'm always right and tell him I'm always right. And, you know, but it definitely helped me to open up my eyes to yeah. really step outside of me and what I think and what I feel right. and what I believe yep. and, and look at it from someone else's perspective. So I think premarital counseling is like, it should be mandatory. For yeah. our pastor, it is mandatory for him to marry you. Yeah. But everybody who marries you should yeah. make it mandatory. No, I think that should be a government law. It should be <laughs> just like you go down there and get them to sign your license. Mm-hmm. It should be like did you go through marital counseling? Check. Check. And if not, we not signing this and y'all not. Because it does. Like, for every reason she said, that's exactly what it do. It gets you outside of yourself. Because that's something that, you know, even therapy on its own, when you're not even individually, I mean, not even in marriage counseling, but individual therapy, it gets Mm -hmm. you outside of yourself. You know, when you're battling with yourself in regular therapy, because, you know, you're thinking you're right or you're talking to yourself in a way that ain't, you know, is it positive or sometimes and now you thinking this is you know the right way but it's like therapy helps you get outside of yourself and gives you a new perspective on how to look about situations 
And I think that's why it's been so beneficial in marriage and should be in marriage because, like she said, it definitely do get you outside of yourself. And, you know, what you think is right or how you may view things or, you know, gives a different perspective on for sure. Yeah. And that's just that's just counseling in general. It's yeah. wonderful. Everybody, we, yeah, listen, we talked about that. Everybody should be in counseling. So when we talk about these conversations, um, when is a good time to start? Like, mm. I think some things need to be talked about. Deal breakers mm. need to be talked about early. Mm. Yeah. Date one, day two, you know. You sit down and you say, hey, um, by the way, I got 10 baby moms. Yeah, let me know that. <laughs> Please let me know that on the first date. Please. You know, if you're an atheist, I would like to know yeah. that on the first date. You know, yeah. these type of things. Do you want, you know, I don't, I, maybe, listen, I've been out the game for a long time, so you can tell yeah. me, Gabby, if this is taboo to talk about on the first date, but I would want to know what you are looking for. Are, you know, are you looking for marriage or are you looking just to have fun right now? I for mm-hmm. sure want to know that. I would okay. want to know, like, in the first, <laughs> like, couple conversations that we have, I want to know, like, your religion. Are you a Christian? Mm-hmm. I want to know um what your goals are what your aspirations are what your vision is for life like mm. you said is is marriage a part of that mm. do you see kids like whether if it's your own biological kid or yeah. a stepchild in your life like are you okay with those things mm. I, there's certain things that i need to know up front and it has yeah. to be in the first few conversations because i don't want to date someone start to like them and then all these things pop up that i'm like i can't and then I'm like, dang, I invested this time. I like this person. And then you get yourself in a position like, oh, maybe yeah. I can let that maybe. slide. Yeah, and, it's like, yeah, and it's like, the, I don't even want to be in that position. Just let <laughs> me know point. certain things up front. And, and I don't think, like, I don't need you to sit down and say, okay, here is my bank account. This is how much I make. This is how much. Like, I, don't, I don't need all that. No, yeah. Like, like we, can, we can ease into <laughs> those conversations mm. as we progress in our relationship. <laughs> but certain things, for sure, I have to know. Let me get a credit report from yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need to know it all. <laughs> no, but yeah, y'all, it's y'all. Listen, I maybe I'll wrestle with this mm-hmm. because I do believe that you need to know a lot of things. But thinking about, I, so I kind of put myself through this scenario because I thought about this question. I was like, let me put myself through this scenario for <laughs> real. And I thought, like, maybe for me, and a first date, second date. I'm more so, I, w- I would probably want to get to know that person as a person, mm-hmm. you know, because like we said about knowing that they're a good person or a bad person, that's something I, w- I want to know off, yeah. you know, off the front from at the beginning of us talking, you know, but I do believe that those conversations about, you know, like you said, baby moms and, you know, you know, what you, what you got planned for yourself and, you know, do is marriage in that, in your future, do you want that? It's something that should be had early. Mm-hmm. I just, for me, I wrestle with the, the thought because I'm like, I kind of want to get to know somebody first, you know, because I don't, I don't, like I said in the beginning, mm-hmm. people mature, yeah. you know, so something that we could be having a conversation about something, <clears throat> excuse me, we could be having a conversation about a topic and then through our conversation, you can now change that through us talking more, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, because now that we're together now, now that we're dating because we had this conversation i gave you my idea on it or you gave me your feeling on it like now i could begin to start it could start a thought in my mind to where i'm like you know what actually she was right you know i don't that how i see that is actually is flawed and i could change that now that's with certain things but i feel like the deal breakers should you know definitely be 
something that you um, have the conversation, have in your early conversations because, like you said, you don't want to waste time with nobody. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because time is one thing you can't get back. Mm-hmm. And But I, I feel like, I definitely feel like, I don't know a time, but I feel it's like, it should be early. I, I would definitely say before y'all get through a month of talking, yeah. y'all should definitely be having yeah. those conversations. If y'all feeling each other like that, you know, I, I like what you said too about you want to get to know a person because the way I think about it is, um, if I'm if I was going on a date, this is if I was single at 31 because it was a lot different when I was single when I met Darshan. But if I was going on a date now, single, I feel like first of all we're not going on a date if I don't know that you are a follower of Jesus Christ. Like that's first mm. of all. So that's our we're not even going on a date. I need to know that yeah. first yep. by your Instagram, by whoever hooked us up, by the church <laughs> we met at, something like that, and then. I want to see how we vibe first. Like, I want to see how we bounce off of each other. Do we have chemistry? Do we have a banter? Do we have things in common that we just laugh together? Do I feel butterflies? Do I feel that? Before I ask you, did you vote for Trump? (laughs) Because y'all can have things in common. Like, you you can have a lot of things in common with a lot of different people, but Mm -hmm. do you have that chemistry? Chemistry is everything. Do you feel like you can be open and honest and vulnerable with this person? Does this person, like, make you feel in a way that no one else Mm -hmm. makes you feel? And you just get excited and you just want to spend time with this person? Or does this person just be like dry and you're just yeah. like, like that's why i can't wait for gabby to fall in love because mm-hmm. every time she has talked to somebody or dated somebody i've been like i've waited like is she gonna be like yeah. oh my god and she'd be yeah. like girl <laughs> <laughs> we was so we ain't even barely yeah. talk or we yeah. just was so bored and then they'd be so. like that's how that's how chemistry. That's how chemistry. yeah that chemistry's not there mm-hmm. i'm like if you're just like giving me friend vibes like i don't want to it. And like, there's no point in keep no forcing point. it. Like yeah, no I don't want to. I'm not gonna force myself yeah. to date someone. Mm-hmm. Like I, can, I could have been married years ago if I wanted to. Yeah. But that's not like it's not just to be. You married. want all the fireworks yeah. and our shine. And that's why I was gonna say too. Not to. I'm sorry if I cut you off. But I just wanted to say that's why when the when do you know. Or how do you know thing? That's where I feel like that comes into play as well because that's something that I knew when I when me and Nikki got married. When I began the process of like proposing for her, I it was all of that was in it. Yeah, you know, and even the point of like I'm saying me thinking like I, we've been talking for a while. You know, we have been hanging around each other a lot. Like, what if we do get in our first fight? What if we do you know have a different view? I was still like, okay, that's gonna happen, but. I want to get through that with this person. Mm-hmm. So, like, be, the proposing part wasn't hard. The get, wanting to get married wasn't hard because all those things was a part. Was I felt all of those things, like the chemistry, the butterflies, the, you know, like, she the, she the one, you know, type of that feeling. Like they say, when do you know? It's like you you literally just know. Aww. You know, you literally just know. It's, it's really hard to explain. You know, it's yeah. just like you just you know. Just you just know. It. It's the weirdest yeah. thing. Like, I literally just knew. I never ever thought about marriage with anybody else and i literally remember thinking like i'm getting married i didn't even think like oh my god am i thinking like i didn't freak out or anything yeah. i remember telling my grandma and my aunt like I, i'm gonna marry him and they was like girl you ain't ready to get married yeah. and i was like well i'm about to get married and i would say like this god will help you understand that you're ready for it's something that you don't know but i feel like god will place that feeling inside of you mm-hmm. you will understand that okay this is that person because like we said we all have dated before and had that feeling with somebody mm-hmm. but for me it was never like 
I'm about to marry this person. It was just like God was like, yeah, like marriage literally was put into my brain associated with Nikki. It wasn't like, and that was it. That's how I knew. I was like, yeah. Yeah. And one thing I wanted to add about what you said about um, finding things out that you may change your perspective that maybe if you knew off the bat then you wouldn't have. You know, I've heard people say, I would never marry uh, a mama's boy. I would never marry somebody with multiple moms or whatever. And, you know, that's fine. But what if you fell in love with that person before you could even see those things or before you could see certain issues? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then... Now you're willing to, like you said, work through it Mm -hmm. as opposed to like, I can't imagine anybody, you know, marrying somebody with three or four baby moms. You know what I mean? And, but what if, you know, I got to know him and I was spending time with him and I seen him talking about how that was in his past and how he's changed and now he just want to be the best dad he can be and whatever. I could have written him off. Day one, like, uh, no, change. you know, people and people change. change. So sometimes, yeah. and that's one thing that I love about the fact that we did get married as quickly as we did, because we got married so fast that on one hand, you could say we went through a lot of struggles. So on one hand, you could say like, we weren't ready. We should have waited. But then I'd be like, well, what if we would have waited and more issues would have unfolded and we would have just been like, ooh, never mind. But because we did get married and mm-hmm. we still had those issues, we actually fought through the issues. And now we are in a much better place and yeah. we have made it to eight years of marriage yeah. thus far right. so definitely i definitely feel like that definitely helped being married helped because it, it, it's like it is a covenant with god and you know you're just not making it between y'all two you still know for like you know me believing in god and what he how he sees marriage and how understanding the institution of marriage mm-hmm. like um once you have that understanding of it those issues that come into play you kind of see it sometimes as the enemy mm-hmm. trying to cause these issues to come up because he don't want what y'all have together that's strong together. He wanted to separate, like I said. He wants to tear apart what God put together. Mm-hmm. So, you know, sometimes those issues that you may have had and might have come up when y'all wasn't married or, you know, in that dating stage that could have separated y'all, but now that y'all married, you know, you feel like you're fighting for it. Mm-hmm. I feel like those are sometimes some of the issues that come up do because, you know, y'all have maybe not have talked about it. Y'all may not have talked about it. Or it may just be something that got overlooked. But I feel like you see it sometimes as, for me in my faith, I see it as like, it's really the enemy. Because I love this person and that's the reason why I got married to her. So, I, I why am I going to let this issue now that, you know, come in between that? You know, because it's like, it's not something, it's something that we can work through. We it's literally us, can work it's us through versus it. versus the problem yeah, instead of me versus There you, you. go. That's the, that's yeah. the uh, Cliff Notes version of what I was saying. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's good. So I guess like, again, since y'all have been married for so long, like, what do you think, and this is, this is, I know going to be different for a lot of people, but just from people who are married, <laughs> mm-hmm. what do you think like a man should look for in a wife or what a woman should look for in a husband? Like just with the experience that you've had. Are there things that pop out to you like, you know, they should be mentally ready or they should be mature or like, are there certain things that's like, yeah, that's, that's a go-to. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I don't think about this all day. <laughs> I I'm like, cause it, it's, it's just a lot of things, but I think for me, a couple of main things is, is forgiving, mm-hmm. you know, somebody who can, who can forgive you. 
because we all know like we're not perfect people nobody's perfect you know what i'm saying so it's like you don't want to overlook unless somebody have a behavior that's a negative toxic behavior just get away with that negative toxic behavior and deal with it but you do want to you know consider give somebody a benefit of the doubt you know so i think somebody who's forgiving supportive I think supportive is a very big thing for me because it's like you want somebody who you know, like you have your goals, you have your aspirations, you have your dreams, you have your, you know, what you're working towards and to have somebody where it's like they're not even concerned about it. They don't care. Or when you bring it up, they like, man, you know, they have in it. That's not that's, you know, what I'm saying for me, that's like something I, I can't, you know, I, I have to see in my I seen in my wife. That's why she's my wife. Um, but, um, and, and I gotta, I'm trying to figure out how to like further explain it. Like she's for you. Like she wants the best for you. Mm. You know, she's not just all about herself. Your best interest. She wants your best interest. You know, she's all about you. She wants to see you do good. She wants to, you know, cater to you. She wants to help you. She wants to be there for you. She wants to, you know, listen to you and support you. Like, because man, we strong and we, you know, we like to try and carry everything, but it do, it is good to have somebody where you can, you can say when you are in that moment where it's like, nah, this is, you know, this is rough where you can go to them and you ain't feeling like this. I've been dealing with somebody who just don't seem connected and like she care about, you know, what I got going on. That's like, good. you know, she there for you. Yeah. Those are good. Those are really good. Um, I think for me starting, I'll say God fearing. I wrote mine down. <laughs> God fearing is number one. Um, I need my man to follow Christ. Like I need someone to be under the submission of Christ so I can be under the submission of you. The thought of, of being with a man who is his own head. You know, that terrifies me. You know what I mean? Or no moral compass or, you know, or whatever, you know, whoever you serve and it's not God. I don't know. Whoever you following and I'm supposed to follow you. I just need you to follow Christ and we good. Um, My second thing is caring and compassionate. That's another fear of mine is being with a man who doesn't try to um, have empathy or sympathy mm-hmm. or understanding or care or patience or pa- or anything towards me. It's just kind of like what I say is what I said and that's just what it is. Mm-hmm. End of story. You know what I mean? Yeah. I would hate to be a wife to somebody like that to where my feelings and my thoughts and the things that I want and need, they just kind of have to take a backseat yeah. to, to what he said is law and that's it. Mm-hmm. I don't have a voice. You know, just somebody who cares and understands and then attractive in multiple ways i want to feel attracted to you and not just your physical that's important obviously but in other ways like i don't want like a man who just me sit on the couch all day and play video games you know what i mean i'm not attracted to that i'm attracted to a man who is talented i am attracted to my man but a man who is talented a man who is smart a man who likes to read a man who likes to be educated a man who likes to grow try new things this is what i'm attracted to so looks fade okay they do fade so Mm -hmm. is there other parts of you that just really turn me on or get me going or get me excited or just make me so happy to be around you Mm -hmm. and you know what i mean just that attractiveness in so many other ways spiritually Mm -hmm. you know all of that like what is it that gets me going besides your physical looks you know because all again that stuff fades (laughs) so gabby what do you think Three things would be important to you. <laughs> I was gonna ask that too. I was like, listen, you get in on I'm this curious. Yeah. 
Well, obviously for me, like I said before earlier, he has to be a Christian. And and when I say he has to be a Christian, I actually take it one step further. And and not so in, in such a meticulous way. Like mm-hmm. everyone needs space to grow. Not everyone's going to be on the same level um, in their walk with Christ. True. But I don't want... I, I personally don't want to be the man who says he's a Christian, but he doesn't live his life at all like a Christian. Mm. And like he may very well be a Christian. He may very well be a very like early on babe in Christ. And that's okay because you know we all need time to grow yeah. and to mature in that. Yeah. But in in my space, like you could be a Christian, but you might be going out to strip clubs and like still trying to get out of that life. And I personally just don't want to be in that. Like yeah. I, if you're, you have to have a certain maturity level in that mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. So that's one. Uh, I mean, y'all said the things. I, I mean, for me, <laughs> y'all, y'all should know by now. I'm the type of person that like I can give you a list of things, but it's mm-hmm. not like crazy things like mm-hmm. oh, he has to be six one and make <laughs> five hundred thousand dollars a year. Like it's like I want. <laughs> He has to be Omarion in the story. Yeah, he has to be Omarion. Omarion, hey. We know we're celebrities now, too. But I really like what you were saying, Nikki, both of you guys, but what you were talking about, like, um, being not just physically attracted to someone, but emotionally and spiritually and mentally. Because if something happens to that person, whether if their looks fade or God forbid some horrible accident happens and it changes the way they look, like I want to know that I have other deeper connections with yes. you and mm-hmm. that it wasn't just based off your money or wasn't just based off your looks, like the very temporary like things mm-hmm. that can just go at any time. Like I really want to just be in love with you. And mm-hmm. I mean, when I think about love, I just think about like all the aspects of what God is. So like obviously like being caring and kind and compassionate and supportive and forgiving and all those things that you were saying like I feel like that all just encompasses in love and I don't think everyone has the same definition of love so I would obviously talk to that person about what I think that looks like Mm -hmm. uh, because they may have a completely different view of what love looks like that might be very surface oh my gosh I don't know I could just keep going on (laughs) so many things but like again they're not like superficial things where I'm like oh, you're trying to look for Mr. Perfect. Because obviously no one's going to be perfect. And we mm-hmm. all drop the ball. No matter how wonderful of a person you are, you sure. drop the ball. For and sure. you're not going to always like be super excited about the person because they may have you know, went off mm-hmm. on you because they had a bad day. And now you're like, they don't love me. And yeah. it's like, no, <laughs> we, we just make mistakes. And that's why you need somebody understanding. Yeah. But I like what you said about not being superficial because superficial is easy. It's, it's easy, easy to find somebody that's fine and attractive and they be in the gym mm-hmm. and they got nice clothes or they got a big old booty or they got a flat stomach. Like it's easy to find yeah. somebody that's aesthetically pleasing. Like that's, you know what I mean? But there's no substance in that. You know, you look at all these celebrities who date each other because they feel like they got the hottest girl in the game or the dude with the most money. And like, what if something happened? Like, literally, what if that man who you're dating because he's a millionaire lost all his money? But you know what? I actually just thought about something that I look for is I desire a, and I don't really know how to put it this way, so I'll have to explain it a bit. But like, a strong like man's man and what I mean by that is like someone who is going to be the head of my household mm-hmm. like I have been the head of my household for yeah. my whole adult life like I have been the one who does all the finances all the everything like, everything I take care of the household that's my role I want to be able to submit to a man who I know is going to lead me 
correctly, mm-hmm. who I, like you were talking about earlier, feel like I can submit to and be comfortable submitting comfortable. to, and who I know can take charge, and not in, in a way where I'm like, oh, I don't say anything, and I don't have an opinion, but I know that he has this under control. Mm-hmm. Like, no matter what happens, and we'll work through it together, but I just hear about so many, and whatever, everyone has their own thing, but I've heard about so many relationships where the woman's like, I do all, I do all the things, like, I make all the decisions. He's always so indecisive. He doesn't like put input, like opinions for things, or do this or do that. And it's like I don't want that. Like, no. I feel like I'm going to be your mom at that point. Like, <laughs> I, I, like I guess I take it back to the Bible because the man is the head of the household, like, yeah. and the woman's under him, and then the children, and so on and so forth. But yeah. like that's what I wanted to be in my house. That's what I look for. Yeah, that's amazing. Wow. You want somebody that can, uh, you can fully trust. Mm-hmm. You don't have to worry about them coming in jacking up the finances and that's one of the things about getting married in your 30s as opposed to when you're in your 20s when you're in your 20s a lot of us don't have nothing figured out we just figuring it out on the way but when you're in your 30s and you already been doing things a certain type of way you have to know that this person is going to come in and help you out or make you better you know what i mean and we're going to grow together like you want to be able to just kind of kick your feet up and feel comfortable not feel like i gotta watch and be careful and i don't know i'm scared he might mess something yeah, up because yeah. that's your livelihood you trusting him with your 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 livelihood and your kids and everybody and everything and when you've been doing such a great job doing it on your own it's like it's kind of scary mess it all up yeah that's true and i feel like a lot of things in marriage are very taboo um, until you actually talk to married people. Like you, until you come into like a really close knit, I feel like relationship with someone who's married, and you guys can be a little bit more open about marriage and the things that you would face in marriage. Yeah. I feel like things are a lot like taboo. Like at least as a single woman. Um, so, what are some things that you would you wish you would have known before marriage? Like something that you wish someone would have talked to you. Like, is there anything that? Or were you fed like the fairy tale of like when you get married everything's wonderful, all your issues are fixed. Mm. You wanna go first or me? <laughs> I mean, I wasn't fed the fairy tale, okay. but you know, I, I think one thing that I wish I would have known was of uh, uh, the sacrifice mm-hmm. that you was gonna have to take. Like, like I like how you said that you want a man to be a man's man and you know take that role. But I think that marriage definitely is you being more. Um, giving mm-hmm. I feel like you giving you know that person showing them that it's equal mm-hmm. you know it's equal and it's not me trying to dictate what's going on in our world like yeah. coming together with a plan and you know figuring out how it works for both of you guys and like you making a decision to say like alright yeah so we got what we we, we have an idea of what we're going to do but I, this is what I think is the best decision you know because it's like you can make the decisions and you know have things but then you know you're excluding them and they have feelings and emotions too sure. and like you don't want and that's why i feel like I, I one of the things i wish i would have known or understood understood more of was how much the sacrifice and giving that you're gonna have to be yeah. you know because it's like i know that's one of the things for me i did i, I came into a marriage like wanting you know wanting things like wanting stuff from her to want her to give me things and it's like she does she gives that but it's like it's not just about that you know i stopped there at you know is you know which what, what you gonna give me and it's like that's not a you know healthy marriage yeah i agree mine's a similar to yours um i would say i wish i recognized that marriages really work people say all the time like you have yeah. to work to stay in love but yeah. you really have to work like marriage yeah. is not just you signing up to 
like have a forever boyfriend and have as much sex as you want and let's yeah. take trips together. Yeah. No, it's literally a partnership. You kind of got to think about it the same way me and you, Gabby, went into a podcast together. We were like, this is going to be so much fun, but we also had to have multiple meetings and sit down mm-hmm. and, you know, it's work too. It's yeah. both. We're coming Amen. together for a partnership and I think marriage needs a new branding. Amen. You know what I mean? Right. People brand marriage as like a fairy tale and you get to wear a beautiful dress and you get to take cute pictures together and go on dates all the time and take vacations and you know you get to be pampered by a man and we look at the fairy tale of it all but it literally is a partnership it's the saying how can we make things better together it's amazing it's a huge blessing how many people wouldn't want someone to say Hey, I'm coming in. You don't have to pay the rent by yourself anymore. I'm going to yeah. pay half of it. Or let's go in together and buy a home together. Yeah. Let's raise these kids together. Let's do it together. Let's take a lot of the stress and strain off each other's back. And you want to chase that dream? Quit your job and go chase that dream. And I'll work and pay all the bills. Whatever y'all's agreement is in your partnership, that person is yeah. coming in to add to your life. Yeah. But it's also work. It's like 50% fun and amazing and trips and lingerie mm-hmm. and champagne and uh, anniversaries and honeymoons and everything like that but 50% yeah. of it is okay. sitting down having those conversations yeah. and doing that work going to counseling yeah. talking about finances figuring out plans and schedules and the future and everything together so mm-hmm. I wish I would have known that marriage is a lot of work yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. true um, and then do you have any like big like lessons you've learned like in marriage like have you learned like man this really opened my eyes oh yeah (laughs) i want to say that um uh, i learned that we're forever changing we're forever changing we're forever did i take yours we're forever growing we have to forever get to know each other one thing that i feel like i learned recently though and i'm kind of giving another thing is that keep your individuality like you need individuality we lost ourselves we completely lost ourselves in our marriage you know we got to a point where we realized that if we're in the home together we're always in the same room together and i'm never just upstairs because i want to read a book or maybe he wants to work on some music stuff or anything but it's like we always felt like if we're in the house together we need to be in the room together we need to be doing the same thing together if we're off we need to be doing something together. Mm-hmm. And even like me going out for girls nights and stuff like that, like or him wanting to go play golf or anything, like we could be doing something completely innocent, but it somehow causes some type of tension or even if it's just in our own heads because head, we man. lost our individuality. And it's yeah. like, I don't want to be just Darshan's wife. I don't want to be just Maddie, Jenna, and Audie's mom. I yeah. love being a mom. I love being a wife, but I'm not just that. Yeah. Are you? And yeah. what happens if, God forbid, you lose something like that? What if yeah. you lose your spouse? What if you lose your kids? Do you lose your identity, too, yeah. because you've wrapped your identity in those people, and now you don't mm-hmm. know who you are or what yeah. you'll do in life if you don't have them? Exactly. Yeah, that's good. And that's definitely true, because we, we see it. You know, people, you know, their kids, they become empty nesters. And they now they fighting and arguing and don't like each other and they sleeping in separate rooms now. It's like because you lost that individuality. And that's I'm glad I'm glad you brought that up because that's one of the things. Uh, that's one of the other things that I like. I I definitely feel like one of the major things that I feel like big, biggest lessons was that people we are forever learning. Mm-hmm. You know because it's just like it's just crazy because that's a life principle you know you're you're never like they say you're the 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 wise man knows he knows nothing Mm -hmm. 
you know, like you you're going to always be in a moment of learning. Like, and so to think, get into marriage and think that you're just going to, oh, this is who she is or this is who he is. And, oh, you know, I got, you know, it's like, no, you know, because I've, you know, what I'm saying? I, we've had this conversation. Like, I know that the Darshan, the 31 Darshan talked to the 23 year old Darshan. He the twenty the twenty three year old Darshan be looking at him like bro what in the world <laughs> like bro is you serious and the twenty and the thirty one Darshan be talking to the twenty three Darshan like bro what the heck you got going on dude and it's just like but I've changed and you know it's just knowing that about your spouse as well it helps the relationship mm-hmm. because it's like you said you're doing the work it that that mindset I feel like helps you do the work you know to like keep it fresh yeah. you know. You know, have dates, have fun, and have those conversations that need to be had. And you want to, and that that goes back to what you said about being supportive and being for you and wanting your best interest. Because one thing that I said that that I felt like I lost myself even before I met you, Mm -hmm. I'm just going through so many traumatic things was my extroverted side. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? And you met me as a very quiet, introverted Mm -hmm. Dang near scared to talk to people person, yeah. but now I'm that was a twenty two year old girl you met yeah. and now I'm thirty one, so it's like and I'm wanting to get out of that. I'm learning to love myself. Yeah. I'm learning to feel good about myself. I'm yeah. learning to want to make friends and want to go out and stuff. And I would hate for you to resent that. Like, yeah. this is not who you said you were. This is not who you were when I met you. It's yeah. like, no, I want you to be happy for me and yeah. excited for me that I want to go do these things, you know, mm-hmm. and, and vice versa. We should be able to be supportive of each other's growth and not resentful of each other's growth. Yeah, yeah. that's good. Yeah, that's, that's good. That is. All right, y'all. So that was a great conversation. I learned a lot for (laughs) my future marriage. (laughs) Um, But y'all know how we like to end off with some sort of game, some Mm -hmm. sort of activity. So I am going to ask Nikki and Darshan some couples questions. And they basically have to say who did what first or Mm -hmm. who's better at something. Okay, so the first question is who initiated the first kiss? Yeah, you did. He asked me, "Can he kiss me?" Oh, it was nice. You asked. Yes, it was. Okay. Right. Who apologizes first after our argument? Me, Nikki. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. (laughs) Who is more patient? Uh, Darshan. Yeah, 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 you are. <laughs> um, who said I love you first? I did. I did. But I don't hope we we always go back and forth about this and I don't have the text messages to prove it. But I said it first. Yeah, I mean if you want me to text. This is a matter of fact, verbatim, I said I think I'm falling in love with you and you said I think I'm falling in love with you too. Aww. That's what happened. <laughs> it was like three weeks after dating. Yeah. <laughs> That's so cute. Yeah. Um, who is more romantic? I think you are. Darshan. <laughs> You're speaking the third person. <laughs> you can say me. They can tell the difference between our voices. <laughs> or maybe they can't. Like maybe I said on our real voice. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so between the two, who is the funnier one? I am. Hands down. Hmm, um, I don't know. I, I'll give her that. I'll give her that. She you, is. 
It's like, but I'm actually, like... I'm actually more funnier than her. <laughs> but okay. in the relationship, she is. Oh, okay. Oh, so between y'all, she's more funny. But just in general, like, <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay. Last one. Who is more extroverted? Oh, he is. Yeah, yeah. Me, that's for easy. Sure. He go flagging people down to say hi while I'm running from him. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, come on, we gotta go, we gotta go. <laughs> I swear, every time that's so funny. All right, y'all. So that was fun. It we was. hope that you all enjoyed. Yeah, thank you so thank much, you. D Nice, yeah. for joining for us. Me. Thank Yay. you having me. I'm pretty social. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty social now. Yeah, there you <laughs> yes, go. You are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then like always y'all know we say subscribe to us follow us on social media all rate that stuff is and linked. Yeah, yes yeah. rate and review uh, word of mouth let people know that you love this show yes oh, it's fire yes so we can keep bringing y'all more great content yes thank you guys so much for listening bye